You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 110. Today, we're talking all about this thing called the Akashic Records. What the heck is it? Stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen, James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Holy moly, I've got a very special slash fascinating episode for you today. We're going to talk about something called the Akashic Records. Now, for some of you, you may have absolutely no idea what this is. And for others, you're like, come on, James, I know this stuff, right? This is something that I was kind of both. I've always heard the word, the term for years. And I just didn't really know what it was. And so I sought someone out who does, who teaches this, who uses it. And I got Felicia. I actually took one of Felicia's programs. I loved it. I reached out to her and I said, I'd love to get you on the podcast. And about a week ago, we recorded an episode together. And I really wanted to know as little as possible going into it. So you'll see in a moment. I'm just asking every question I could get my my hands on or everything I could think of, asking her all these questions. So that was a great place to start. And then at the end, I was like, you know, this is so fascinating. I'd love to just do a session with you. So Felicia offers one-on-one sessions and we just wrapped up our session like about an hour ago. I took a little bit of a break and it was unbelievable. Now, I don't know if you do any type of energy work or you do readings or healings or anything like that, or you have in the past or you'd like to, but I've been doing it for a long time. I don't really talk about how frequently and how often I do, but I am. I'm doing that a lot and I recommend it a lot. All right. Not like a lot. I just, I highly recommend it that you are doing something just like if you were to get a massage, you know, you get a massage like once a month or something, maybe more. This is like a spiritual massage in a lot of ways. And when we are doing things that are outside our comfort zone, when we are growing and expanding, it's so important. And what I got to say is like, I've done so many different things, like all kinds of different modalities, interesting things, crazy things. And this was, hands down, one of those extraordinary experiences for me. Now, you might do one with Felicia or somebody else and be like, meh, you know, and sometimes that happens. Like, I've definitely had that where someone else rants and raves about something and then I do it and I was like, yeah, I don't know. But for me personally, this was a truly exceptional and extraordinary experience. I can't even begin to explain it, but we did a 90-minute session together and there was like some healing work, there was some reading going on and some exercises. And I'm just like, I'm still blown away. And I'm not really here, at least right now, right yet to describe the specifics, but it was really fascinating. So this episode is really a 101 to what is this thing called the Akashic Records. Now this thing is, you know, I'm not going to answer it for you. I'll let uh, Felicia jump into that in a moment, but I will ask you to keep an open mind. Absolutely keep an open mind. This is, you know, some pretty out there stuff for most people. And what I've always attempted to adopt, and it becomes easier over time, is I come from a place personally of, you know, how could I ever know what is right or wrong, and not from a morale perspective, but from a like, what is real, what is not, what is accurate, what is not, what is true, what is not. And so, you know, with my 30-something years on this planet, how could I really know, right? And so I'm always attempting to be as open-minded as possible and just trying something on. And that might have to be for this one because, man, this is out there, but it's so fascinating. And so she explains all of it, goes into great length and detail about what the heck this is and how it can relate to us as entrepreneurs that are up to big things and even ties it into like how learning about this stuff can help you make more money. But then I did a session with her and it was unfriggin' believable. Like she just... There was just things that she knew, you know, it's one of those. And I was so excited. So I'm very excited to introduce Felicia to you and this concept called the Akashic Records. So without further ado, let's play that interview. All right. I am here with Felicia. Felicia, how are you doing? 
I'm great. How are you? Good. Very excited for today's topic because I really feel like I'm going into this blind. I feel very blessed that I get to be a student today on my own show. It kind of feels like I get to be just really selfish. So I'm just going to ask all the questions that I want to ask because I am innately curious about what you do, what you're up to, and the gifts that you're sharing in the world. This is, you know, and for our listeners, Felicia actually asked me right before the show, the episode, how she or how I found her because I stumbled upon her. And it was basically a post on Facebook where she was talking about her work with her clients, and the Akashic Records. And there's probably a lot of listeners who have never even heard that word before. In fact, when Jasmine, who manages the podcast, (laughs) debriefed me on this call, she's like, so Felicia would like to talk about Akash? I was like, yes, Akashic, yes. (laughs) And she's like, I don't know what that is. So there's probably a lot of people that don't. I think it's a great place to start. What the heck is the Akashic Records? Okay, that's a great first question, actually, (laughs) just set up the foundation of our chat today. But the Akashic Records, the term Akasha is actually a Sanskrit word for ether or atmosphere. So right away, we know we're existing, operating up in the universe when we're talking about the Akashic Records. So if we go way back from when our souls were created... The same time that the soul was created, it was created with a soul book. And that book is stored in a big library in the universe. So just like we'd go here to our public library and check out a book that we want to read, we can go into the Akashic Records and pull our soul book and read that. And basically, because it was created the same time as the soul, it tracks the soul's entire experience. So if you're someone who believes in past lifetimes, we can look back at those past lifetimes and see what the lifetimes were, what things you were going through, every detail you can imagine from chewing a piece of gum to a partner that you married in the lifetime. We can see all of that in the Akashic Records and more. And even though you just used some very simple metaphors... I want to unpack this further if we can, because what? Like a book (laughs) of our soul? Is this, and my first follow-up question here first is, is like, this is past, present, and future we're talking about. We can see the future as well. We definitely can see the past and the present if it's like right now, the very present. But when we're talking future, some of it we can see. These are our big, big milestones. Some of it we're still writing as we go. Mm. And we're writing it with our decisions and our choices. And every day our free will is writing that part of the book as we go. Okay. So, but essentially this is a, it's a record of what exactly though? Is it of events or, you know, what is it a record of exactly? Give me more on that. So let me tell you the background of, so I'm going to use these terms interchangeably, whether I'm talking about God or the universe, I see it as the same energy. Basically, the reason that the Akashic Records were created is because the universe's job, the universe's only job is to create. So God's only job is to actually create. So the reason the records were created is because it wanted to see what our experience was. So it started recording this experience in these records that are now accessible to all of us. They weren't always like that. In recent years, probably in the last hundred years or so, we started being able to access the Akashic Records on our own, as opposed to just a few people here and there that were able to do it. So to answer your question, everything Everything. that you can possibly imagine that you would want to ask of your own soul to get connected with your heart's desires and answer some of these burning questions that we all have about our life, right? Anything you can imagine, you can go into the Akashic Records and ask that question of your soul book. And typically, it's very direct. I mean, you will just go and sit down at a library table, ask for your soul book. It will be delivered to you. 
by your guides. We have guides in the Akashic Records. You'll get your soul book. You'll ask the question and the book will open up and show you what you need to see. Wow. So I want to get into how you got into this stuff in a moment, but I can imagine for some of our listeners, like the way I kind of see it right now is that you're standing at the edge of the pool and I just shoved you right into the deep end of the woo-woo swimming pool. And for people that haven't heard of the Akashic Records, like this is probably like way over your head, perhaps. So for those listeners, Felicia, what is it that you normally like, what is it you say when people are like, I don't believe you or this is nonsense or like, come on, like stop the peyote, please. Like, what is the like, what's your go to, I guess, like defense or proof or or do you feel like you need that? Well, I really resonate with people that feel like that. That's the first thing I want to say. I really feel you because, and I know we're going to get into my background too, but I was the biggest skeptic before I got into the Akashic records. And I come from a background in sales in Mm -hmm. traditional sales and food sales for 15 years before I got into anything spiritual. And so I really feel for anybody that's (laughs) feeling like that. But typically you will probably hear something on this call, or if you ever have an experience with the Akashic Records, you're just going to hear something that just resonates for you so deeply. And if it's something that you're thinking about later on down the road, that's a sign that there's something there for you. So just pay attention to what you're feeling drawn to. And if your curiosity is stimulated, because that's a sign that You're probably meant to be listening to this call and it wasn't an accident that you're here right now. So if you could just try to remain open to the messages that are coming, there's usually something there for you. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. So let's go right there. How did you go from uh, skeptical in sales to, I mean, librarian of the Akashic Records? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I... Like I mentioned, I was in food sales for 15 years and I absolutely loved it. But like many people, I got to a place where I was incredibly burnt out. I was working 90 hours a week at the time that I quit my job and I spent the next four or five months really doing nothing because I was recovering from how burnt out I was. And the only thing I was doing was just researching And the interesting part is I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I needed a change. And for the first time in my life, this was in the late 2013, I sat down and I made a vision board. I had never done one before. And three quarters of my vision board was pictures of the universe. Mm. And I had zero idea what that meant. But right after I made that vision board, somehow on a Google search, I don't even remember what I was searching for. It had nothing to do with healing. I came across a link to a course in New Mexico that gets, that was at the time getting taught live on kinesiology, which is muscle testing. Mm -hmm. And I decided to enroll and it was a six month long course. I flew to New Mexico once a month And I learned muscle testing, but the same month that I was about to start that course, so this was on New Year's Day of 2014, I had this lady that kept on reaching out to me (laughs) from Facebook. And I don't even know how she found me, but she kept on telling me that she was in my area and she she hosted something called an angel healing circle. And I got to be honest with you, James, I was just like, why is this lady messaging me? I I don't even know what an angel healing circle is. I don't want any part of this. Again, the skeptic in me going. Well, let me, let me ask real quick. Were you skeptical about the kinesiology? Was that outside of your like comfort zone? Well, no, because it's more based in science. So it has actual testing behind it, but it does, but it does kind of start that bridge to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't make that connection at the time, though. I just thought, well, this would be a good step into like an alternative healing because that was a topic I was interested in at the time. And so 
fast forward to that, I decided to go to that angel healing circle because I just kept on thinking about it. And so she led us through a meditation and I'm doing air quotes here to meet our angel. And I was rolling my eyes the entire time. I was kind of a bad student, but I just didn't believe that we could talk. I came from a very religious background, Christian Orthodox, and I just didn't believe it was possible to talk to an angel. And so while I was sitting there in the meditation, she led us through to meet, speak to, and hear from our angel for the first time and actually see our angel. And James, I'm not kidding you. I actually experienced the entire thing. I saw my angel for the first time and I heard him for the first time. And I'm I'm always curious about this. Did you hear and see in 3D or? Well, I saw, I heard him as if he were standing outside of my body, like a person standing there. So I didn't hear him in my mind or anything. I actually heard him and it was so loud that I actually opened my eyes and looked to my left because I thought somebody was standing there saying this to me. And so then we continued and to answer your question about the 3D, I saw him because we were doing this with our eyes closed. Mm -hmm. So I saw him with third eye, which is clairvoyance. And I was never clairvoyant before this. I was never clairaudient, which is clear hearing before this. That just cracked open for me in one day. And so that's kind of how it works when someone's ready these senses just open right up and we're able to use them and start doing these amazing things. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, okay. So that's your first like indicator to something (laughs) that you, that you hadn't experienced before. Where does that go to the Akashic records? So that angel that I met was Archangel Michael. Mm. And that was the name that I heard. And that was who I saw standing before me. So what I did was I practiced listening to him for the next several months. Now, obviously, our angels know if we're a skeptic or what our archetype is. He knew me better than I knew myself. And so the way that he would work with me was he would go, he would ask me to try something, to try something new or go talk to this person or go to this coffee shop. And I would always go, why? I don't want to go there. Why do I need to go there? It was always this resistance. And how he started to break me out of that was he would say, why don't you just give it a try? And if it doesn't work, you don't have to listen to me anymore. (laughs) And I would go, okay, that's fair enough. I was almost looking for that excuse, right? And every time I tried it, I had all these synchronistic events that would come up. I would meet the person I needed to meet that was going to help me with this next part of my journey. Or I would make a new friend at this new place I went. Or I had a new opportunity come up. Let's say a new like part-time job. There was always something. And it was always in my favor. And that's how he built up trust with me. So that I would start being more receptive to divine guidance. Wow. So after a few months, so that was in January. And then in May of that year, he sort of presented me with this because one of the things he used to do was go, hey, go check out this post on Facebook. I mean, that specifically, I would hear guidance like that. And I would go, okay. So he led me to this course. And one of the modules in the course was on the Akashic Records. It was literally a three page PDF. And I had never heard of the Akashic Records, but something lit up for me when I read the term. And it told you how to get into the Akashic Records. So I followed the process and I got in. That was it. That was the beginning of the end for me where it was, okay, I'm in the right place doing the right thing. But I mean, it's fascinating that you had this skepticism, yet you're still, you're having this conversation with something, right? You know, I mean, I guess because you had the healing circle experience, you were able to say like, oh, this is an angel and it's Archangel Michael. But was that even weird that you would like ask a question or hear a voice like as you're walking down the street, like going to this coffee shop? Was that still like a, were you questioning your sanity? (laughs) Felicia, I just got to (laughs) ask. 
<laughs> no, it's a perfect question, actually. I really, really was. And I can't tell you how many times I even hid away and didn't tell people what I was doing or yeah. this new path I was walking on because I was so terrified of what people were going to think about me. Yeah. And just these feelings of judgment and people aren't going to understand. And sometimes people did understand and sometimes they didn't. And ultimately I was in this process of learning to trust. And that's why he would give me these little things here and there, try this, try that. Cause he knew that I was just not at a place where I was comfortable with what I was experiencing. It was brand new to me. I'm not a lifelong intuitive. Mm -hmm. I'm only three years into it at this point. So he knew that and worked with me on getting me to a place where I'd be comfortable speaking with him and listening to the guidance. Well, let me ask you this question. Are you, <laughs> don't take this the wrong way, but are you special? Is like, you know, because there's not a lot of people that are having conversations with angels. And even for myself personally, I've told our listeners a bit of my story that, you know, I worked with a healer for several years and there was a lot of work done with like communicating with your guides. And I always was in a breakdown because I didn't have any of these experiences that I hear so many people have, like the ones you just described, where you like hear this voice or you clearly see this thing. I mean, the thing that I've most clearly resonated with is what is it clear cognizant where it's like I get kind of just like these hits of knowing but I've never and like Felicia I have like begged and pleaded and asked like I want something you know because that's the skeptic and the scientist in me is like I want to see something that I know without a shadow of a doubt and then you didn't weren't even asking for it or maybe you were on some level but I mean what's your take on that what's your thoughts Well, everyone's going to open up a little bit differently. So for me, it happened to be, and by the way, yeah, that's clear cognizance. So that's clear knowing it's that thought. Like, I don't know how I know. I just know, you know, and that is one of the clairs. And you, if you have that really strong, you probably also have clairsentience, which is clear feeling. Like you get really strong feelings about something. Those two usually go hand in hand. But to answer your question, I kind of feel like everybody just has a different process. And when you really are attached to hearing something or seeing something and wanting it in a certain way, it actually introduces resistance Mm. into the mix. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just kind of take a step back and go, you know, I'm going to be happy however I receive the information and just cut that attachment and not be so tied to how it's going to come to you. That's usually when it opens up. And ultimately, that's what happened with me. I didn't believe in it at all. I didn't really care. (laughs) And I didn't really have any resistance to it either. And that's when it opened up for me because I was in a state of being just completely open to whatever the experience was going to be. So my advice on it would be, you know, for anyone experiencing that too, is just set an intention that, hey, I want to see through clairvoyance let's say, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to see through third eye or I want to see these because clairvoyance is two part. You can actually see with your physical eyes. I don't see that way. I see through my third eye. So I can tell you exactly what's going on in the spirit realm, but I'm not seeing any of it with my physical eyes. So I'm seeing pictures or movies or slideshows in my mind very clearly that are putting the whole picture together for me. So It's just about setting an intention of what you want and then completely letting it go and not focusing on it at all. Got it. It makes sense. I guess it's just like everything else, right? Right. (laughs) Just let it go. Okay. So circling back to the topic at hand here, I'm assuming you did a lot of work to learn how to do this, but if, you know, the analogy you're using, or maybe it is just a very more than analogy, it's like the definition of it being a soul book. Like that kind of gives me a visual representation of it. How does that help us? I mean, if it's mostly the past, what, so what, right? If this is something that we can access, like where do we come in and how does that benefit us here today? Right. Great question. So the reason we want to look at past lifetimes, there are some people that won't resonate with that at all and they won't be affected by 
past lifetimes or they think that they're not being affected by them. That's one side of the coin. The other side that affects most people is they have patterns or limiting beliefs, let's say, that were created not even in this lifetime. They're in a past lifetime. So let's say the person that's chronically in an abusive relationship, that kind of person, right? And they can remember even their first relationship was like that. And now they're in their 50s or 60s and are continuing to experience the same thing. We can look at the Akashic Records and ask them, what is the root cause of this issue? Now, remaining completely open the Akashic Records are going to show us the first time that this pattern began. And it's likely in a past lifetime, not always, sometimes it's in this current lifetime, but many times it's in a past lifetime. So we go way back to that root cause and we clear the energy there and clearing the energy. I kind of explain it like we go into a word document and we hit delete on one of the sentences in there that's not working for us. It's not working for our story anymore. So we're going to take it out. And then we're going to put in a new sentence that is going to work for our story right now. That's a new intention, a new affirmation that's going to help us go on the next leg of our journey. That's what they're beneficial for. Clearing patterns, helping with mindset, and figuring out the actual root cause so that we can shift it so it doesn't continue to come up. And I see this all the time where we'll clear something in a past lifetime. And sure enough, the person's life starts to change right now. Wow. So if I get this straight, like, you know, for those who dive deep into the personal development world, you learn really fast how much our, you know, these people call limiting beliefs, right? And our belief systems, a lot of which were formed through either young ages or through trauma or significant events in our lives or events that we've made significant still affect us today. And people get to work on completing those, clearing those and stuff like that. And so what the new wrench that Felicia is throwing in our spokes is that, well, we got to look at past lives as well. I mean, is, is that kind of accurate here? It is, but it's also based on the belief system, which is the bigger umbrella here. So I'll use myself as an example. I believe that I can go into the Akashic records and heal anything that I need to heal. So my belief system is aligned with using the Akashic records for that. But sometimes I'm working with a client and they don't necessarily believe that the Akashic records can do that. Maybe they believe that they're only going to get better if they see an MD for whatever the condition is. So if they believe that they'll get better when they go and see their MD, I have other clients that believe they will not get better if they see an MD. So they'll come to me and go, I'm only going to get better with energy work and I need your help with that. And that's when I'll see the client is completely open to it. And I've had conditions, for instance, like, Clients with ulcerative colitis, one or two sessions and the ulcerative colitis is gone. Those are things that are, people say that's not curable according to medicine, modern medicine. So, but the point is the person's open to it and they're open to being healed with energy work and they're open to healing themselves with energy work. And so it really comes down to the belief system and how open and willing someone is to experience a complete and total healing. Now that totally makes sense. But are there people coming to you with like serious illnesses like this ulcer where it's really been created because of stuff that happened in past lives? Well, that example I used, the client with the ulcerative colitis, Uh that was based in past lifetimes. Absolutely. Like that starts to freak me out because, (laughs) because doesn't it kind of feel like, well, there's really nothing I can do with, I don't know, to me, like, I don't want to be negative on myself here, but like, it feels a little like if I didn't know about past lives or Akashic records or anything, like I'm, am I stuck? You know, it's, it's like, there's nothing I could have done. It was like preordained almost. Well, our angels and our spirit guides, and we all have them. Yeah. 
if it's meant for you to meet someone like an Akashic Records healer, like it was for my client that had the ulcerative colitis, she met me right before she was going to have surgery for this condition. Wow. The timing was just there. It was right. And her guides made sure that we connected and we actually connected through a mutual person that we knew. And that person told her, you might like this healer that I just met. She might be able to help you. And so I think we can trust that the universe is going to bring us to exactly the right person that we need to help us with that next leg of the journey. And so we don't really need to be fearful that we're going to be stuck with something forever. We just need to be open to experiencing a healing. I might not be the healer for everybody, Mm -hmm. but there is someone that can help with whatever it is that the person has going on. Okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Did you happen to read the book? What is it? Many Lives, Many Masters, I think it is. Did you read the book? No, I haven't. So this is actually about how a therapist, I believe, used past life regression hypnosis to heal a bunch of like, I would say like, you know, psychological disorders that he had with a client. And it was like, Unbelievable. I think that was like my first real like stint into seeing an impact with or a correlation with past lives and and how there's like, you know, how it's playing out for you in this life. Yeah, so fascinating. I don't know. Just, but, it, I, you know, it's, it, he wasn't obviously using Akashic Records, but he was getting the client to like in hypnosis, like recall and re-experience the traumatic moment in these like past lives. And then it would slowly but surely start to like heal or dissolve a lot of those, you know, beliefs or trauma or whatever. It's so fascinating. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'll have to check that book out. But yeah, that's just an example of like, that's just one way to do it, right? So we mm-hmm. have the Akashic Records, but we, it's also past life regression. You can also get this done in hypnosis. Yeah. So I think it's just whatever the person's drawn to. Just follow that curiosity, something you're thinking about a lot. Just follow that down the rabbit hole <laughs> and see which one's beneficial for you. Got it. And because it's a soul book or a soul record, it's from the beginning of your soul, I guess. So it's like every, you have access to every life that you've lived. Every life. Wow. And I've seen some very young souls. I've seen some souls that have a few hundred lifetimes. That's very young. I've seen some very old souls. Their soul book is maybe 10 inches thick Wow! when I go and look at it. And they've had thousands of lifetimes. Wow. And I feel especially honored when I work with <laughs> people like that because this soul has just been incarnating for a really long time. But whether the soul came to earth or went somewhere else, we're still able to look at all of that in the soul book because we're not always incarnating to earth. We're not always, sometimes we cross over from a lifetime and we stay in the universe for a while before we decide what we're going to do next. So we're even able to look at those in between times. Hmm. If you had an animal that crossed over, the animal has a soul book as well. Wow. Okay. So what is the plan then? Like, do you work with clients and you show them how they can access the Akashic records themselves? Or is this more like a gift that you've honed so well that it's like, you just come to me and I do the work and you just chill? I do both. So I do sessions with people that just want to experience an Akashic records session and see what their soul book has to say or see why their current challenges are coming up. We do a healing session on that. And I also teach people how to access the Akashic records. So, and that one usually goes really well because I love the people that come to me and don't believe that they can do this work. And the truth of the matter is I'm not special. (laughs) Anybody can access the Akashic records It's what we talked about earlier, a matter of how is the information coming to you. I teach you all the ways that it may come to you so that you have a really structured, and this is sort of my corporate experience coming in, but my course is very structured because woo-woo is great to an extent. 
But I want people to have an actual plan and know how they can get through the Akashic Records because they really are so vast that it's easy to get lost in there. So I teach an actual process about how you can get the information, how to ask very specific questions. You know, if we go into the Akashic Records and ask them, what is my life purpose? They're going to answer something like, well, what do you want it to be? What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're always going to come back to you. So, you know, I teach how to ask very empowered questions where we're not coming at it from any type of lack or victim mindset. We're really coming in empowered and going, I need help working through this particular issue that's coming up in my life or making this transition. What's the best way for me to do that? Yeah. And you could even go in there on a day-to-day -day basis and go... I do this <laughs> every day. I, I go in and I go, well, what's on my to-do list for today? And I check in with the Akashic Records every day and find out what is my main focus for today? How can I best utilize my time? So wow. there, it's just so vast. So what you're we're using able to it. Find out. You're using it for just like even just like how to find clarity on what you need to do today. Yes, and everything business related. I use the Akashic Records. Okay, so tell me that then, because you know, I, again, for our listeners. I've only heard of Akashic and like I'm learning all of this with our listeners here at the same time. So I'm, I'm just getting very, very curious about every aspect of this. So how does that relate to it being a soul book? Like if you're asking like, what should I do today? How does that correlate to this thing being a record of everything your soul has done? Well, they're going to tell me where the energy is aligned for today. So I'm not going in and asking them, what oh. should I do today? I'm going in with my list and I'm saying, this is kind of what I have. I have a very loose to-do list on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm going in and asking them, is this the best use of my time and energy for today? And sometimes they make adjustments with me and sometimes they go, no, that's on track. So they won't tell me exactly what's going to happen for the day because we all have our experiences. They don't want to take that away from us by you know, letting us know all of it up front, right? Yeah. But they're going to make sure I'm making the best use of my time. So that's how I use the check-in. As far as business, if I get an offer or an opportunity from somebody, I'll go into the Akashic Records and go, is this the right direction for me? That's should the first I, question Should I'll I be ask. on the Mind Your Business podcast? <laughs> I knew that was great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you didn't, oh, you didn't have to, to ask. Tell you, to tell you, just to share with you about that though, yeah. right before you and I connected, I had actually set an intention. Talk about synchronicities. Yeah. I had began researching podcasts that yeah. I wanted to reach out to. And I never got there with your podcast yet because it was like two days before you and I connected. So a lot of times it's just that intention. Totally. We'll set these wheels in motion and the universe will start bringing people into your awareness. You know, the last so, guest I had on, Sunny Leonard Doozy, she shared the same type of story. She's like, it's so funny about a week ago, I made a list of like the top five podcasts that I want to be on. And yours was one of them. And then like two days later, I got, boom, I got a message from you on Facebook. Love to have you on. And it's just like, that's so cool. I, I mean, I love that. The synchronicity, the intention, it's exciting. Okay. So who's this they? Are these the librarians or is this, <laughs> is this Archangel Michael? Like you keep mentioning they, or is they the records themselves? Like, is this like a is this thing as a personality and it's like talking to you as well? It's a consciousness. So it's kind of like, I guess I could almost compare it to Abraham Hicks, okay. but the consciousness is really your own higher wisdom because it's coming from your soul book specifically. So when we access the Akashic records, there is a process we go through. We want to go through like a visioning exercise that's very slight part meditation where we clear our energy and we're literally walking into the Akashic records with our energy. And then we're opening a door to get into the Akashic records. And that door is our Akashic records guide. So when you're new to the Akashic records, 
they don't sort of let you run amok. <laughs> they mm-hmm. have a guide there for you that's going to show you how to get your soul book, show you around and answer any questions. So when you're new to them, the first thing you're doing is just basically sitting down at a table with your guide on the other side and your soul book in the middle and you're asking questions and your guide is either answering them for you directly or helping you find them in the soul book. Wow. Man, this is intense. I want to say crazy, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, it does. Like, it sounds crazy, but, you know, I love crazy. So there's no doubt yeah. here. Okay. So I'm curious if I can ask a few more questions. Like, it does sound like there's a lot of different uses then. Like, you're going from, like, using it for daily guidance, but also coming from looking to solve or resolve persistent issues that you're experiencing in your life. Are there any other like major uses that you find for it? Like if you want to manifest something like really big, like let's say you're like, I want a mansion, you know, I want the biggest, most amazing house. Like is one of the first things you would do is like, I'm going to go in the Kashuk records and do something in there. The first thing I would do is set an intention before I even went into the records that I want to manifest this mansion. And that's not in the records. That's just like, you here doing that. Yeah, absolutely. That's before I even go in the records. And I wouldn't say I, I don't know that going in there to manifest it is the best thing. I would say going in there to ask what is blocking you Mm. from manifesting this mansion is probably a better use of the energy because we have access to anything that we want in the universe. It's just a matter of What's stopping us from getting I mean, that? isn't that isn't that the case with everything? It's just it's not necessarily about what are all the things we need to do, but all these things we need to let go of in some way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And the second part, too, is knowing and this is the biggest issue I see in people, men and women alike, is feeling worthy oh, of yeah. getting what you want and feeling that you can ask for bigger and better. And it's okay. There's nobody up in the universe judging you mm. for asking something more than what you have right now. It's okay to ask and you're worthy of it. So the big one for me is self-worth. Does well, somebody feel worthy of asking? I think that's the big one for everybody, right? If they're, you know, if they're willing to dig and be honest with themselves, there's for most people, there's that you know, worthiness stuff. That's stuff I've had to work through. But you're saying that we can be, you know, control delete here in the Akashic Records, like worthiness, <laughs> you know, beliefs. Is that we can go in there and, and wipe those out? 100%. Wow. 100%. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I work with people on that right now. I have a program specific to healing self-worth where we're going from it's a three month thing from beginning to end of what are your beliefs around self-worth and what you deserve. And it's on the very intellectual side too. We want to be logical with it, not just energy. Mm -hmm. What are choices that you're making in your life right now that are sabotaging your own self-worth? You know, these are things happening in real time, not even pertaining to the Akashic records. We have to look at your choices that you're making. So, We work on the energy first because it's harder. It can be done, but it's a little bit harder to change things right now in real time with choices if you have this energy from the past holding you back. So we go to that energy first. We clear that. And then we start making some different decisions right now so that we can change the course of that outcome and that trajectory that we're on. And do you see a lot of with the worthiness belief that that's something that spans many lifetimes, past lives? It depends on the person. It's always different. It could be hundreds of thousands of lifetimes. Usually if I get somebody with a few hundred or even a couple thousand lifetimes, I have a process where I can clear the energy from all the lifetimes at one time. That's what I do when I work with big groups of people as well, because we also have our consciousness, but we're tied into the universal consciousness too. Mm -hmm. And if I'm working with somebody, let's say who has very specific religious beliefs, they're going to be tied into that consciousness around that religion. And so it's all different for each client, but 
if we can just tap into that root cause for that particular person, it's very easy to shift once you get to it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And I have to ask, because our listeners are all entrepreneurs and business owners, how can we use the Akashic Records to make more money? Where does the money conversation or the, our relationship with money tie into all this? Absolutely. So I would say, what do you believe about money? Mm-hmm. And whatever you believe about money, you can go into the Akashic Records. Let's say you don't know. You think you have awesome beliefs about money, but somehow it's still not manifesting in your life. We can go into the Akashic Records and go, what are the biggest issues that this person has around money? What are the biggest issues that are stopping this person from manifesting more money or really the bigger issue is receiving more money into your energy. Mm. And they're going to look at us and go, and they being the records, right? They're going to look at us and go, well, you actually, you say this, but you believe this or back in this past lifetime, you were very rich and you got robbed and you formed this belief So it's not necessarily the experience from the past lifetime that's an issue. It's what we began to believe after we had the experience that came straight into our belief system. When we were born in this lifetime, it came in with us in our energy and our muscles and in our cells. And now it's in our body. This is incredible because I've always said that like, yes, we have all these, you know, beliefs, especially around money. And, you know, if there's an absence of it in your life, there's probably a belief there. But it's not always so easy to know what those beliefs are. I feel like if we knew what they were, they wouldn't be there. And so you're basically saying we can discover what they are and then delete them. Right. So it's just like when we want to learn something, you know, and we go and read a book on it because we want to learn something new. This is that same type of investment of time and energy. If you really want to get to know yourself, go look at your Akashic Records and figure out what is really making you tick. Because if you can get to the root of those beliefs, I have seen lives change. And quickly, within a matter of months, depending on how much work you do or how many things we're working on, to a year or a little over a year, drastic changes in health money, even relationships, everything you can imagine. That's unbelievable. So I don't want to take too much more of your time, Felicia. This has been fantastic. We just looked at probably a new term for most people, the Akashic (laughs) Records from many different angles and really investigated it. I'm assuming like there's kind of two paths that we can put people on here, which is like the shortcut is what? Just work with Felicia and have her do a session with you or learn how to start doing this yourself? Is that accurate? How can we learn? Like, what's the next step? How do we learn more about what you do and how you can help our listeners? Yeah, thank you. I would actually invite everybody to first check out a video that I made about the Akashic Records. It's totally free. I'll give you the link. I made a tiny URL link for it. And if you go to that link, you'll be directed to the free video. As far as next steps, if you're just wanting to have the experience for yourself, just try out a session and see how you feel about it. And if you resonate with it and how it worked for you in your life going forward, you'll usually see results pretty quickly. But if you're someone who really wants to take this to the next level and Use this as part of your tool belt, even your business tool belt or your spiritual tool belt. I use it for both. Check out my course as well. I run it live a couple times a year and I could send you a link to that when you watch the free video. Awesome. And we'll make sure to link up that free video that Felicia shared in the show notes. So if you guys are watching over on mindyourbusiness.com, it's just a nice, easy click to go watch that video. Felicia, thank you so much for this. This has been great. This has been extremely fascinating. I want to thank our listeners and acknowledge them for being super open-minded because this is most likely a very new topic. And even for me, being immersed in a lot of you know things in the spiritual realm, you hear some crazy things. And this is out there. I mean, it's extraordinary stuff that we're hearing. But I keep hearing it like I've been hearing it for years in different capacities. I've always wanted to understand it. So I'm so glad we brought you on. What final words do you have for us or like 
anything else you feel like you'd like to share or talk to our listeners about in order to call this episode complete? Yeah, thank you. I would just say, uh, just to echo what you just said, if you could try to be open to it and just seeing if this is something that would work for you, if it's something that resonates. And I just want to encourage you to try out any type of energy work that jumps out at you, because I feel like one small step can really change your life. And if you're someone who's passionate about mindset, especially, and changing your beliefs that can change your reality, you will absolutely love the Akashic Records. Mm. They are very no-nonsense. They really don't beat around the bush, and they are very direct. So even for anyone who's very business-minded, it's not very woo-woo. Once you get into the Akashic Records, they are incredibly direct and will point you to exactly what's holding you back and what you can do to shift it. So I think you will love it. Unbelievable. Felicia, thank you again so much. You guys, again, you want to check out that free video from Felicia. We'll link it up on the show notes. And I'm actually going through one of Felicia's programs right now. That's actually how I found her and why I wanted to get her on the show for you guys. And it's incredible. So I encourage you guys, if this has really been resonating with you, to take that next step. So thank you, Felicia. Thank you to our listeners. We'll see you on the next episode. For 10 years now, I've made my living selling digital courses, membership subscriptions, and group coaching. I've been able to make millions of dollars. Yet even better, I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of students with my training. Yet I've never taught my system on how to actually get started, how to choose the right niche, the right product, the right tools, and the right plan. Until now, the information marketing industry is booming now more than ever. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get in, well, now is your time. For the next eight weeks, I'm going to be delivering a brand new training course live showing exactly how to get started and get profitable, even if you have no list, no product, or no idea. And the best part is, it's 100% free. All you have to do is request an invite to my private Facebook group. Every week, I'll broadcast a live, in-depth training with homework, action items, and of course, Q&A. So to request access to my private group now and join the training absolutely free, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. That's www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. And I'll see you there.